Hey everybody, what's going on? Oh my gosh, it's a crazy week three here in Michigan High School football. My name is Lauren Plant and I am all by myself. Uh, but not for long. I'm not going to be all my, by myself for long. Uh, but I did want to tell you... Oh, and hey Kev, you can turn the headphones up a little for me. Thank you, sir. Uh, I wanted to tell you that, uh, just so I can hear the mic, I need my mic up a little bit there. Uh, we're a live show, ladies and gentlemen, so... Uh, I just like to be able to hear myself, and uh, it's getting better. There, yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, you're way too loud. Okay, okay, all right. Here we go, everybody. Uh, welcome to another edition of Michigan Extra Point. I have to tell you a lot of crazy stuff going on. Those of you who are out to the high school football games today, well, you know, uh, you know, again, another wild night. Uh, we've got Scott Bernstein, who we're going to get on the phone here in a couple of minutes. He was at that basketball game that uh, was out at Clarkston so he's gonna have that for you and uh he'll talk about that he'll talk about it on the phone but he'll be here probably in about eight nine minutes or so uh I'm gonna get to scores right now because I want to get you guys caught up I haven't seen anything my game uh Canton versus Plymouth was you know delayed a half hour that's why I just got into the studio so uh anyway let's get to some scores first off let me quickly thank our sponsors real quick the MHSAA, thank you very much. Hungry Howie's, famous for flavor. Great guys. Uh, and again, support Hungry Howie's. They are big supporters of state champs. Lawrence Technological University. I failed to mention their first ever football game for real was last week. And I was kicking myself when the uh, podcast and the talk show was over uh, that I didn't mention that. Uh, maybe it didn't go all that pretty since they were playing like the number five team in the nation. But they've got another home game tomorrow. If you want to check out some NIA, NAIA college football, Lawrence Tech versus Wisconsin Lutheran. It's actually NAIA versus some D3 NCAA. And uh, they actually played last year. And Lawrence Tech had to come from behind and win the game. It's going to be a great atmosphere. I'm doing the public address announcing. We'll have state champs people out there. It's supposed to be 76 and partly cloudy. Should be a great day. If you haven't seen what they've done at the Lawrence Technological Stadium with called Blue Devil Stadium, uh, about 4,000 seats now with the grandstands. Come and check it out. We want to see you there. Game time is at noon tomorrow. We'll get to Scott here in just a minute, but let me get to you some key games here from our top 25 from week three. Here are the scores. Muskegon at home. Holds on to beat East Grand Rapids 28-23. Belleville, our number two team, all over Dearborn 49-20. Our number three squad, Clinton, Clinton Township, Chippewa Valley, beats Eisenhower at home 34-19. It was Muskegon, Mona Shores, our number four squad, beating Muskegon, Reeds Puffer, Puffer 33-13. Birmingham Groves climbs up to number five in our rankings, and they blank Rochester 42-zip. It was West Bloomfield, our number six team now, beating number 18 Southfield A&T 17-8. We're going to talk about Oak Park Clarkston in a second. I'm not going to give you the score. Number eight Warren D. LaSalle beats Old Redford 51-0. Rockford 48, Holland West Ottawa 6 Detroit Catholic Central falls to Toledo Central Catholic 28-6. So two weeks in a row, Detroit CC goes down to a team from Toledo. Mount Pleasant, um, I'm sorry, South Lion and White Lake Lakeland. Looks like they had a really good game. South Lion squeaks by Lakeland 18-17. Mount Pleasant blanks Bay City John Glenn 47-0. Livonia Franklin feeding off last week's win over Dearborn. They shut out Wayne Memorial 55 to nothing. 
Brighton and Heartland got together. Brighton goes to 3 and 0. They're 35 and 13. Get this. Lake Orion and Rochester Adams, they rescheduled it. They canceled the game. So they're going to play that at another time. It was Orchard Lake St. Mary's going to 3 0. 56 16 winners over Harper Woods Chandler Park. Fordson is still undefeated. They beat Livonia Stevenson at home 47 29. Midland, our number 20 team, beats Bay City Western 49 6. Davison over Flint Carmen Ainsworth 56 0. Tons of shutouts this week. Crazy. Granville at home over Grand Rapids Forest Hill Central 32 29. They hang on to win Granville, and who would have called this at the beginning of the season, is 3-0. Romeo is 3-0. They whooped Sterling Hyde-Stevenson 50-13. Wald Lake Western beats Milford 56-14. They're undefeated. And Zeeland West, our number 25 squad, also 3-0. They beat Holland 64-6. Some other key games. We're going to talk about the rivalry series that we've begun. Ludington and Manistee renewed their rival. We're going to talk about that game later in the hour with Matt Mowry, who was at the game. So normally he'd be here in studio, but he was at the game. He's driving back in the state champs van. We'll talk to him in just a bit. Grand Rapids Catholic Central over Zealand East, 35-17. Brother Rice beats UD Jesuit at Lawrence Tech. That's their home field now tonight, 27-7. Plymouth Canton. We're going to talk about that game later in the hour with former Canton head coach Tim Beckler. So I'm not going to give you that score yet. We'll talk about it when we talk to Coach. Chelsea over Ann Arbor Pioneer, 21-17. It was Allen Park over Gibraltar Carlson, 42-20. Milan beats Monroe St. Mary Catholic Central, 28-21. That was a battle of two 2-0 teams. Chesening and Montrose got together. Both were undefeated. Montrose remains undefeated. The Rams win, 59-20. Portage Central was at Portage Northern. It's all Portage Northern, 56-26. Saginaw, Michigan, Lutheran Seminary, they're undefeated still. They beat Saginaw Nouvelle, 35-7. Gross Point South over Warren Mott, 27-6. Fowler, it was either 27-6 or 27-0. It's kind of hard reading the, the final score. Uh, Fowlerville over Williamston, 20 to, looks like 20-14 to or 2019. And it was Farmington over Ypsilanti Lincoln, 35-14. Do we have Scott Bernstein on the line? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, my man? What's going on? I'll be in the office in about uh, five minutes. All right, minutes. all right. So we're going to see him very quick. But real quickly, you had a crazy game. Number 7, Oak Park at number 17, Clarkston. And it was Oak Park, big winners. Talk about this game, 64-41 to the final. Well, it, it wasn't uh, the, the, the score was wasn't really indicative of the way that game was it was a much closer game uh it was you know like 41 40 uh midway through the uh fourth quarter oak park surged ahead at the end to win by uh, almost 20 points or by more than 20 points but uh it was really just kind of a, a flurry in the last five minutes of a couple meaningless touchdowns they scored what was the game winning touchdown with five minutes left uh, Oak Park was down. Uh, they drove down the field. Well, actually, they didn't really drive down the field. They uh, they took a, 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 a about an 80 yard field, and in about two plays, they got in for a touchdown. Uh, senior Frank Black hit sophomore 
Davion Young for a 75-yard touchdown, which ended up being the game winner uh, to put them ahead 48-41 with five minutes left. Uh, Frank Black in his first year starting for Oak Park under center. He was the starting free safety last year. Right. He was the JV, JV quarterback in 17. Right. He stepped in under center today and looked really, really good. Threw for 275, ran for another uh, 80 uh, 80 yards and two two-point conversions, threw three touchdowns, including that uh, game winner with five minutes to go and just looked really nice. They had two running backs, Oak Park did, that went over 100 yards, uh, Twyman and Prim. Uh, and then the defense looked prime with Justin Rogers, Enzo Jennings uh, holding down the secondary. Don Day Price, one of the more underrated defensive linemen uh, in the state for Oak Park, looked outstanding. He recovered what pretty much clinched the game, a fumble on Clarkson's uh, last drive uh, deep in, 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 in Oak Park's own territory, sorry, deep in Clarkson's own territory, and then they punched in two late touchdowns. But Oak Park goes to 2-1. and one. Clarkson falls to 1-2. and two. But I want to shout out for Clarkson, Mike DePillo, their sophomore uh, quarterback, threw 400, 300 yards. He's a real gamer. He's going to be a, a, a true uh, playmaker going forward over these next three years. He's a throwback to the to the Fife family, a 6'5", 6'6" a pure pocket passer looked really nice today. And then their senior wide receiver captain, Matt Miller, who was like the third option last year on that Clarkson team that won the OA red and went to Ford field uh, for the uh, uh, fourth time in uh, six years. Uh, he looks outstanding. He's a slot back. He can uh, catch the ball, stretch the field. He can also run the ball in the jet sweep. He had uh, two or three touchdowns today. He's got an offer from Dayton. Again, he was the number three option in the passing game last year. He is by far probably, uh, if not the most overrated, or sorry, if not the most underrated player in the OAA, he definitely is in the race. So uh, a lot of high-powered offense, 64-41 final. Uh, Oak Park, uh, OA White beats OA Red Clarkson in the crossover. Boy, something that stuns me is I can't remember the last time that Clarkson gave up 64, up 64 points. points. I mean, I the, I'm kind of like uh, skimming through some of the records. In 2011, they gave up 45 in a, a district loss to Wald Lake Central. But, I mean, that is like the the scope yeah, I, of what I can just, find. Let me, just, let me just emphasize that the last – two touchdowns and two two point conversions. So the last 16 points happened in the, you know, the final two minutes and they were kind of meaningless. Gotcha. Um, still, it's a big number to hold up, but, uh, yeah. so, so Clarkston, I'm you know, sure, I'm sure KR is not pleased with, uh, getting hung 74 or sorry, getting hung 64 points on them well, right, spe- at their home, in their home crib. Right. Exactly. And they win last week, 51 to seven. So it's, you know, uh, quite the opposite. So yeah. just one and two here to start the season and they've got West Bloomfield next week. Uh, as they begin the OAA Red. So uh, Clarkson's got some work to do. Yeah, their offense is, is in gear. They got to get that. They got to you know clean some things up on defense. They lost their middle linebacker today. Uh, I don't know what the um, diagnosis for, his, for, for, for him, but he got, it uh, uh, looks like he possibly torn, uh, tore an ACL. So that's not good. But, uh, you know, when you got two blue chippers like uh, Garrett Dellinger, who's back now, uh, finally uh, healthy, missed the first week of the season, missed the end of last season. He's been back since last week. You got Rocco Spindler. These are two four, five-star recruits that are anchoring that defense. I, 
I think they'll be okay as we go forward. I'm sure. Oh yeah, I'm sure of it. Scott, we'll see you in the office in a few minutes. All right, uh, I'll be there soon. Yeah. Okay, all right. So that yeah. was Scott Bernstein. He'll be here in just a little bit. Uh, and it's funny that uh, he mentions right there on Rocco Spindler. He's one of the candidates for our Anvil Award. We're going to be talking to the Hall of Famer, former Canton coach Tim Beckler. If you've watched some of the segments that we've had with uh, Coach Beckler uh, talking about the Anvil Award, uh, you can find those right now at StateChampsNetwork.com. All our social media platforms. Uh, he's kind of our spokesman for the award this year. Couldn't have a better guy doing it. Loves breaking down film and, and talking up these guys, the guys in the trenches, you know? And uh, we're going to talk to him because he was at the Canton game tonight. I was out filming the Plymouth-Canton rivalry game tonight, and he was there. And uh, so we're going to talk to him a little bit about the Canton game. We're going to talk to him also about the Anvil Award. That's coming up a little bit later. So stick with us. We're going to take our first time out, but right now we want to run this week's MHSAA Minute. Let's take a look at an important rules change for the upcoming season. One of the rules changes in high school football this year involves timing between downs. All of varsity games will be played with a 40-second play clock that begins after the conclusion of the previous play, with exceptions for things like timeouts, penalties, measurements, and at the start of a period when a 25-second count will be used. In experiments in Michigan over the past few seasons, the 40-second play clock proved to improve the pace of play and consistency between plays because it is not dependent upon the referee's subjective signal. And while some schools may choose to purchase a visible play clock for their fields, it's not required. The back judge, who has the primary responsibility for the play clock, will signal at 10 seconds and count the last five seconds. To learn more about football rules and football rules changes, please visit the MHSAA website. You do know you want a contest to spend a whole day with me, right? Mm-hmm. And you just want to sit here and eat this delicious pizza? We could do other things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little help? Some people will do anything for flavor. Now get a meal deal to fit any budget at the home of Flavored Trust. Hungry? Howie! I chose Florence Tech for the architecture program and volleyball team. Architecture is a great fit for me because I love math and design. Now I combine them with technology to create beautiful structures. At Lawrence Tech, I didn't have to wait until my third year to start designing. Our hands-on education begins right from day one. And I'm really excited about LTU's Design Center in Detroit. Lawrence Tech, where Blue Devils dare. This is Alan True from 24-7 Sports with this week's State Champs Recruit Report, brought to you by My Student Aid. Belleville safety Miles Rouser is only a sophomore, but is now approaching 20 scholarship offers in his recruitment. The most recent of that comes from Florida. The Gators come north and offer a scholarship to the 5'10", 185-pound Rouser. The Gators, of course, have had success in the state of Michigan in the past as their starting linebacker, David Reese, is a Michigan native. 
There's a big game in East Lansing this week as Michigan State welcomes Arizona State to Spartan Stadium. And with that, many recruits will come to that game, and a good portion of those come from inside the state. Traverse City Central will send three recruits, all from different classes, but are all being evaluated by the Spartan staff. Senior quarterback Peyton Smith will come in after being a top performer at the Spartan Elite Camp during the summer. Offensive tackle Carson Briggs, only a junior, already holds two scholarship offers from the Mid-American Conference. And then sophomore linebacker Josh Burnham, the youngest of the bunch, doesn't have any offers yet, but is projected to be a top recruit in the 2022 class. He also had a good camp at Michigan State in this past summer. And then finally, there was a new commitment within the state of Michigan. That comes from Grand Blank's Camden Waitucky, a long snapper who is now committed to Nebraska. There's a preferred walk-on offer that came up after Waitucky camped in Lincoln this past summer. He's six foot three, 230 pounds, and ranked as the number three long snapper in the country by Corn Blue Kicking. He also carries a 3.8 GPA in the classroom. The Huskers will graduate one senior long snapper, and while they will return two on the roster, Waitucky should have an opportunity to compete immediately for that spot. For this week's Recruit Report, I'm Alan True. The Recruit Report is brought to you by My Student Aid, Michigan's go-to resource for student financial aid. Go to michigan.gov slash mistudentaid for more information. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Michigan Extra Point Live. Scott Bernstein now in the house. Finally, man. I know. it's a That's a long, long trek from Clarkston yeah, to this out I've had some crazy, the, the, these first two, yeah, or I the know. last two weeks, I've had some crazy games. Last week, I was at West Bloomfield, uh, and they scored three touchdowns, or, 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 you know, three touchdowns in the final minute and a half. Yeah. Uh, and then this game, they scored 28. The games I was at today, Clarkson Oak Park, 28 points in the first quarter, 35 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, over 100 points altogether. It, it, I, I've seen some crazy football. We did not have quite that kind of a matchup out at what they call Plymouth Canton Educational Park this week. Uh, but it was, again, the rivalry between Canton and Plymouth, and it was a great game. Final score, Plymouth goes to 3-0. and They are now uh, – they win the game 15-13. That's the final. We're able to stop Canton on a conversion uh, late in the game. Uh, we're going to bring on Tim Beckler, the, the Hall of Famer, former Canton coach. Tim, can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right. How you doing, man? Good, you? Oh, you know I'm good. I saw you, of course, just uh, a little over an hour ago, and uh, yep. I know that uh, um, you know you are you got him involved you, with the Anvil Award this year. Well, right? yeah, exactly. And we're going to talk about that. Uh, I wanted to get your thoughts on the game. You know, I know you go to all the games, and uh, you know, can you know? It seemed like uh, for the first kind of. You know, a couple of quarters, it looked like Cam was really having a hard time kind of running their offense. Plymouth doing a good job on defense. Uh, Plymouth gets a blocked punt, gets into the end zone to get the first score. In fact, it was Ivan Davis, who is the uh, Northern Illinois recruit, who uh, very scarily had, you know, his he basically dislocated his knee uh, later in the game. Uh, and um, so he was, he's gone, but uh, Canton then played a better second half. Uh, Plymouth had a big play over top, about a 50-yard score that kind of put them back uh, in control, but Canton, had, again, had a late drive, late score. What's your impression on the game in both teams? Well, you know, it's a, it's a big game, and, you know, probably not statewide, obviously, not this year. I don't think both teams are, are, are serious 
playoff contenders as far as our elite teams in the state. But in our community, it's a big game. And, and I tell you what, both teams, those kids played their hearts out yeah. tonight. It was That was fun to watch. Kids just laying it on the line and, and playing so hard. Um, you can just feel that intensity. And, and that's what's great about that game. Uh, overall, though, uh, neither team could run the ball very well. Right. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't say it's necessarily great defense, but they did defend each other very, very well. Um, I just think up front, both teams just are, are a little small, a little undersized, and, you know, they're going to have tough time beating really good teams, uh, not be able to run the ball. Um, and, you know, Plymouth just made a couple more plays than uh, Canton did, and they got the win. So you as a coach, putting your coach hat back on, and you're seeing, you know, Canton, of course, runs that tight tee, that, that unusual kind He's quite of, familiar with it, oh, I, yes, I would say. Yes, exactly. Uh, you know, what, what do you, how do you write the ship? So what are you going to do in practice that, that you can get that run game going? Um, they need to put more weight on their hands, get their butts higher up in their stance, and they have got to get off the football. Right. Um, that is the biggest thing that I'm seeing. I know it's only week three, you know, the new rules. I mean, you know, you know, you used to be able to hit in two a days. You get used to be able to hit in both practices. Right. Now you only hit in one. And it hurts. It hurts teams, and it hurts physical teams like like Canton, right. especially early on in the season. Um, but yeah, they've got to get more weight on that hand, butts higher in their stance, and they have got to get off the football. And they got to get pad level and it's leg driving movement. You know, that, that's the bottom line, and and that's the biggest thing. And I think. Um, the, the speed in which they run it, they've got to get faster running the offense. I think that's the big advantage. People can practice our offense, but when they show up on Friday night, they're supposed to go, wow, I can't believe how fast they're coming off the ball and how fast these backs are hitting it. I think that's the biggest thing they need to work on um, this week and I. You know, of course, I'll tell Coach Lafada that when I see him on Monday. That's right. Coach, can you talk a little bit about Plymouth defense, who you like uh, from that unit? <clears throat> uh, very small. I, I was shocked, um, but extremely athletic, very, very well coached, especially their defensive line, uh, including their outside linebackers. They were very disciplined. Um, they didn't get knocked off the football, which is good. Um, and they close things very well. And like what I mean by that, if our, if our offensive tackle rocker stepped inside <laughs> or released inside, their D tackles would jam him and close. And their outside backers were doing the same technique. They were very, very good at that. And then their linebackers and defensive backs, extremely quick and uh, a lot of speed. I think, uh, you know, I think they're built to defend the, the spread. I was shocked that they held up so well playing against a, a too tight power T team like they did tonight. All right, so we've got uh, the former Canton head coach, Tim Beckler, on the line. Tim is a part of state champs now, people. So if you have not been paying attention, of course, this is the second season of the state champs Anvil Award now presented by Hungry Howies. Thank you very much, Double H. Uh, but he is here to talk about uh, every week, and uh, the segments are great. And, again, he gets that coach speak, man. He kind of tells you and breaks these guys he's the, down. He's the gridiron sage. That's, yeah. He's, he's our, uh, our, our own oracle here at uh, state champs. Absolutely. 
breaking so, down all the, the nitty-gritty, the tough-as-nails type of football. We, he doesn't need the finesse. He needs the, the smack him in the mouth. That's right, and he's loving it. I know he's having a good time doing it, and uh, he's going to get better at it. You know, not everybody's a television professional once they first start. It takes a little time, but of course, I've taken him under my wing, and I am tutelaging uh, him to uh, make sure that he can become the <laughs> broadcaster that he can. It was always the next to be. Gary Danielson. That's right. So, uh, Coach's son is playing at Hope College, so it, it's good on him. He gets an opportunity to talk go about to tough see him. As, talk about tough as nails, man. His yeah. kid was sideline to sideline. That motor on him was amazing. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right, so real quick before we let you go, because uh, we're running a little bit long here, is the uh, the Anvil Awards up and running. People go to statechampsnetwork.com right now. Uh, click on the Anvil Award list. Vote for them. Uh, the guys up for it right now, uh, the top ten are Dearborn's Ali Saad, uh, Edwardsburg's Josh Preby, Warren D. LaSalle's Grant Toutants, uh Sterling Heights-Stevenson's uh, G- Giovanni El Hadi, Port Huron Northern's Braden McGregor, uh, West Bloomfield's Cornell Wheeler, DeAndre Bruford from uh, Detroit King, Rocco Spindler, of course, the fine junior from Clarkston, the Oak Park senior, Justin Rogers, the Muskegon senior, Billy Roberts. Those are the top ten right now, and we need you to get out there and vote. Right now, currently leading the vote is Ali Saad out of Dearborn, 398 votes for the Minnesota commit. Yeah, going to the Golden Gophers. Yes, he is, and uh, he had to tw- roll the boat. 20, <laughs> yep, 27 <laughs> offers uh, he had. Coach, just tell me quick before we let you go uh your thoughts on overall on on these guys and getting a chance to evaluate them right now based on and here's the thing if any of these kids or coaches are listening get those weekly highlights updated so we can watch these kids weekly yes um that would help but right now i tell you what i really like that cornell wheeler kid from west bloomfield he is he is such a monster I've never in every West Bloomfield game I've seen him play since his sophomore year. I wasn't really paying attention as a freshman, but he played as a freshman. I've never seen a tackle that he's not in on. I mean, just yeah. buzzing around the ball has like one of those you know honing devices. Wherever the ball is, he's there in a in a jiffy. Yeah, and he brings it. He hits people, and he's a great tackler. I, I really like watching him. All right, he cool. Led the, he led the state in tackles last year with 146. Wow. That's impressive. All right. Hey, Coach, we appreciate you being here. And, uh, again, we'll see you uh, next week. And uh, we'll talk about uh, some more guys on the uh, State Champs Ambalore presented by Hungry Howie. So, once again, Coach, take care, all right? Thanks, Coach. All right. Thanks, yep. So much talent in the trenches in Michigan. I'm so glad we did this Anvil Award. Yeah, no doubt about it. Hey, guys, the MHSAA health and safety page is something you need to check out. Hey, did you hear the news? Studies of high school football players from 50 to 60 years ago did not I repeat, not showing increased risk of neurological disorders compared to their non-playing classmates. And the game now is so much safer than it was then. High school sports, including football, have never been safer. Sports participation is a good part of a young person's overall education. Learn more at the health and safety page at the MHSAA website, MHSAA.com. This has been a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational Athletics. We'll be right back with Matt Mowry. Do know you want a contest to spend a whole day with me, right? Mm-hmm. And you just want to sit here and eat this delicious pizza? 
We could do other things. A little help. Mm. That was the best day ever! Some people will do anything for flavor. Now get a meal deal to fit any budget at the home of Flavored Trust. Hungry? Howie! I chose Lawrence Tech for the architecture program and volleyball team. Architecture is a great fit for me because I love math and design. Now I combine them with technology to create beautiful structures. At Lawrence Tech, I didn't have to wait until my third year to start designing. Our hands-on education begins right from day one. And I'm really excited about LTU's Design Center in Detroit. Lawrence Tech, where Blue Devils dare. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Michigan Extra Point Live. My name is Lauren Plant. This is Scott Bernstein. And on the phone right now, in this inside the cozy confines of the state champs Chrysler minivan is Matt, <laughs> is Matt Mowry. And Matt, oh, look at that. There he is. Look at that fine young man. They've got, that, of course, that... That picture, Matt, from just taking a couple days ago, <laughs> and uh, it's great. It's good to talk to you, man. Uh, how are you doing? We are doing very well. We are uh, currently in Muskegon, going about seventy miles an hour eastbound on uh, ninety six. So we will be back there. In, oh, I don't know, a couple weeks. It seems like it's uh, <laughs> yeah. not a short drive. All right. So uh, Matt Mowry, and of course, uh, state champs. Uh, fine cameraman and producer and editor Chuck Pellerito. Uh, they both went to what we are calling our rivalry series. So this is the first of what will be six games and uh, kind of stories uh, that are taking place uh, this week. And we had a classic rivalry. You know what, Matt? I think you're breathing right into the mic. So just, just oh, okay, we, we got you. We got you. It's all right. Just Sounds like, uh, you know, we've got obscene phone call. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ludington and Manistee. So you guys drove all the way out from Southview, Michigan to Manistee. How long was that drive? Uh, just over three hours. Okay, so a little over three hours. You headed toward the Great Lake, Michigan. Uh, this rivalry, uh, I believe, is the fourth oldest. Tell us, I, I know that, that fans right now can go to statechampsnetwork.com or on Facebook or on Twitter. We did a couple of stories that these guys really put together. It was yeoman's work uh, to be able to turn it around as fast as we did. Uh, they did kind of a history on the towns and, and kind of talked a little bit about the rivalry in, in one video. And then the second video talked about the trophy they play for called the Dad's Trophy. And it's very coveted if you uh, come from the Manistee or Ludington area. Uh, the, you know, first off, just kind of talk about how the the both kind of schools accepted you guys and were willing to uh, you know kind of get hyped up about uh, what we're trying to let do you here. behind the curtain. Yeah. Well, put it this way: after uh, Ludington's win tonight, they would like us to come back and cover every game this season because they feel that we are the good luck charm. Uh, both both schools were very accommodating. They were very helpful. Both 
both coaching staffs and athletic staff administration, they, they helped out a ton in, in the whole process of it, because basically when we were going out there, we didn't know a whole lot about the rivalry ourselves. So we had to kind of dig in and it was, you know, a lot of, a lot of open-ended questions to try to get them to explain to us so we could explain to everyone else what the rivalry really means. And it's, it is the fourth oldest rivalry. It is the second most frequently played rivalry behind Nagani and Ishpeming, which have been played 146 times. Today was the 142nd meeting between uh, Ludington and Manistee. It uh, was a rivalry that started in 1895, which was only about uh, 10 to 15 years after these high schools were even formed. So this has been around forever, with the exception of World War II when they did not play a little gap in the late 90s when they were in different conferences and couldn't make the scheduling work out. And then in 2005, I believe, they did not play because they were both in the Western Waterways Conference, and they, but they were in different divisions, so they couldn't play that year. But every year other than that, this, this rivalry has been played. And in the last 20 or so years, they've... The, the Dad's Club was a, was a group in Manistee that was a fundraising group that, that would raise funds for all of the sports, uh, but primarily football is where it started, and that's where the, the trophy comes from. And there are all kinds of uh, funny stories about the trophy itself because it's got the, the plates with all the scores on it. And uh, we were told that uh, one time it came back from one of the schools with one of the tr- one of the plates had been replaced and one school was put on the left of every single side wh- or, wh- or for every single game, whether or not they'd won that game. So it's it's one of those where, where it's kind of it's tweak, one, but those... each, each one's trying to tweak the other. Yeah, exactly, and it's it's a it's a friendly rivalry, but it is it is one that uh, those kids love having that trophy, and you could tell the uh, Ludington kids had not had the, the trophy. They'd lost the last two to Manistee and four of the last five, and Manistee had actually won seven out of the last ten, I believe. So they, Manistee had really had the number, and, and Charlie Gunsel, who is the Ludington coach, told us on Tuesday that last year's seniors, who you know, kind of wanted to be the ones to stem that tide a little bit they were really bummed that they couldn't and so this year seniors finally you know got got an opportunity to kind of end that little slide they'd had going against uh manistee and they did it in a big fashion they got out early uh and and every time that manistee tried to come back uh, a little bit they would uh, either answer with a big play or uh, a turnover. And uh, Parker Lacombe, one of the seniors on that uh, Ludington defense, the free safety, told us Uh-oh. on defense, oh, and they you. certainly did, yeah. And uh, so they had they, – they forced six turnovers on the night, and uh, senior Riley Calhoun, the uh, first-year quarterback – uh, first year under center for him for Ludington was uh, 11 for 12 for 243 yards and responsible for six touchdowns. So Ludington got a big monkey off its back in, in, in large fashion tonight. And uh, they were, they were uh, giddy to be able to take that trip back, the back way uh, back to Ludington Calhoun with that played uh, like dad's a, club trophy. Calhoun played like a seasoned vet back there. Oh, he did. And, and it was kind of funny because uh, the, 
Charlotte Gunsel, the Ludington coach, told uh, Chuck and I when we were out there on Tuesday watching and filming uh, for B-roll at practice that that was as crisp as he'd seen those passing drills in a while. So we were joking that he's going to set up a little camera on top of the blocking dummies to make it look like we're there all the time watching them. So so maybe that uh, that offense. But that, that the offense played very well. The defense played even better. All right, Matt, uh, really appreciate it. I know we're long this week on Extra Point. We're going to take a couple more minutes just to kind of get in uh, the rest. You can just stay on the line with us there, sir, and uh, jump okay. jump in when you want because uh, that is uh, you, of course, are part of this. Um, but I wanted to uh, – well, I need this. So uh, <laughs> I wanted to quickly um, – uh, let you guys know that uh, you know this is the point where we kind of want to talk a little bit about. Well, number one, the final score of the Ludington Manuski game was forty-five to fourteen. We will have extended highlights. We will put those together tomorrow. So uh, we're going to basically have a nice Saturday night highlight package of that game. So you out there who uh, are Ludington or Manistee fans uh, and want to see that rivalry game from this year, we'll have those highlights tomorrow. Next week. We are going to St. Joseph for the war on the shore between Stevensville Lakeshore and St. Joseph. So we're going to be, or, or I should say Matt and Chuck are going to be uh, out there. And uh, so we're going to have uh, some great videos, some great highlights. And we just want to be hyping these football rivalries all season long. Quickly, some games next week that uh, we want to pay attention to. Uh, and, Scott, you can get a couple comments. Matt, you can comment for a couple here, too, uh, that are going to be playing next. So we're looking ahead. Uh, Muskegon Mona Shores at Rockford. Uh, Traverse City Central at Traverse City West. A huge rivalry. Big classic. Birmingham Groves at Oak Park. That should be, uh, you know, that's pretty much for the league title in the OA White, in my opinion, because ne- neither of those teams are going to lose uh, unless to each other in the league play. Orchard Lake St. Mary's at Wald Lake Western. Did Let me just also state for the record that Zach Trainer, yep. who I'm going to start calling the Terminator. And he's part of our comment of the week. Just got into the Mr. Football race. Yes, he did this week. And he showed that we knew what we were talking about. Uh, this year, uh, this tonight, he only played, I think, two and a half quarters, uh, 12 of 14, 300 yards, five touchdowns. He's got over 1,000 yards passing and uh, something like 13 touchdowns already through three games. That is a season for a lot of quarterbacks. Yes. He's going to be the only power conference uh, signee from this 2018, or sorry, 2019, 2020 crop. If you haven't, if you don't know about him, you need to know about him. Uh, he started as as a freshman at Heartland, backed up Sam Johnson last year, and he is out of the shoot, uh, going bonkers these first three games. And Wall Lake Western somehow they were only uh, voted fourth in that league by the pre in the preseason coaches poll. They are cruising probably towards a league title and a possible long uh, long run in Division Two, averaging like 45 points a game. They are just cruising. Yep, we actually have two members of the Wald Lake Western offense in our Mr. Football race right now, and for good reason. And you can check out that video with Sean Belisian right now uh, on our website and on our social media. Some other games coming up next week. Uh, and then, Matt, I'll get to you as soon as and we're done. By the way, St. Mary's comment. is having a great start to the season, too. Oh, I know. So that, great game great. next week. Go to, go to Wald Lake Western. Check it out. Detroit Castec and Detroit King get together next week. You know what that one's all about. Yep. Detroit Catholic Central, after two losses to teams in Toledo. After they Toledo. beat King in week one. Yes, they they take on UD Jesuit next week. Uh, Clarkston, Feel bad for UD Jesuit. Yeah, Clarkston at West Bloomfield next week. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Warren D. LaSalle at Brother Rice. That's a Saturday game here at Lawrence Technological University. Big game. D. LaSalle and Rice next week. Yep. Trenton at Allen Park. Everett at Beale City. Ypsilanti Lincoln at Chelsea. Berrien Springs at Coloma. 
Davison at Flint Powers. That's going to be a big one. Another guy. Brendan the, Sullivan, the, under, Sullivan, under center, yeah. came yes. over from wide receiver, and yep. just, just a seamless transition. Exactly. He looks outstanding. I mean, he's replacing a three-year starter. Yeah, in Cannon Hall. Yep, yep. And then uh, Frankenmuth at Freeland, Grand Rapids Christian at Grand Rapids West Catholic, Ishpeming Westwood at Ishpeming, always a great game, Traverse City St. Francis at Kingsley, and Riverview at Monroe St. Mary Catholic Central. St. Mary Catholic Central losing tonight to Milan. Brother Rice uh, quietly yeah. 3-0, and saying that we're going to be a player in the race for the uh, CHSL uh, Central title. Um, a lot of people dismissed them, just like with Wallach Western. They were uh, ranked fourth in that league coming into the season in the preseason coaches' bowl, and they're, they're telling people, not so fast. We got GP3 under center, Greg Piscopink, best quarterback uh, in the Catholic League. and His he's, dad back on the sidelines. Right, side back lines, on the sidelines. He's excitement personified. Uh, Kyle Newman up front. It's, it, you know, it's, it's, uh, that's, a, that's a team that you can't overlook this year. Absolutely. Matt, any what, final comments? No, Scott and I have talked about before about and how much parity I think there's going to be in that CHSL Central this year with with Catholic Central. You know, they're they're a good team, even though they've lost twice to Toledo-based teams. With but Delis Alice maybe come back to the pack a little bit, and and Brother there's Rice no is right favorite. in there, three weeks, and three Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Three yeah, weeks in, there's, there's no good, clear favorite. No, it, it, it's just going to be a grind. There it is. If I had to pick, that's right, what we do. We grind. If I had to pick right now, I'd probably pick Orchard Lake St. Mary's, but who knows? Yep, that that could change in a couple yeah. of weeks. There's no doubt about it. Big games next week. We just wanted to give you guys a little preview of what that is. We also have our comments of the week that we do here. This is presented by the MHSA. This is how we close every show. Uh, and a couple of guys uh, who, again, you know, have uh, you know, well, this guy for sure, Matthew Osterman. You know, he's been a fan of our show from the radio show from the DFN days, I think. But uh, Matt Osterman says. Okay, gotcha. When you can have Lauren mention the score on air and state champs, I hope he can come to a St. Clair Shores Lakeshore game sometime this high school football season. They go to 2-1 and one with a 16-12 win over Warren Fitzgerald. So good on... Rah-rah-shorians. Yep, good on Richie Pop and his team. And uh, he also says, how's, Tars, how's Tom Markowski been? Uh, I miss hearing his voice, and I think he should be Love on the show retirement, one day. Hitting, hitting the golf course as much as he can. I will promise you, Matt, that we will get Tom on this very program, hopefully in person, uh, before this season is over. That he is went out and saw uh, Giovanni yeah. at Sterling Heights-Stevenson last yep. week, and yep. he texted me and said, this kid is the real deal. Yep, and he's got some stuff on our website right now at statechampsnetwork.com. And Alejandro Grignan said, Zach Trainer, 11 of 12 for 307 yards and four TDs in the first half. It's insane, and Alejandro Grignan or Grino is the head coach yes, at Wild Lake Grino, Western. Yes. Alex Grino, yeah. um, you know, I, I think that this team is so dialed in this year. Matt and I have talked about the last couple of years. Is that him? Yes, that's oh, Coach, he's, that's coach I Grino. I didn't know. I thought it was maybe it was his cousin. No, or that's his coach. Co- Alejandro. Right. His, oh, well, there but, you go, you know, Alex. Matt right. and I kind of talked about it. the last two years. Grino. Obviously, they've had the talent on the roster. There's just, there was something missing. They just they didn't seem engaged. Today or this year, it is everyone's on board. Everyone's focused. They're playing at such a clip right now. So much cohesion. That offense is just flowing. Maybe the most explosive offense in all Metro Detroit right now. Okay. Uh, and they were really overlooked coming into the season. Uh, it's, it's crazy that in that preseason poll they were picked fourth. All right, guys. Before we go, once again, 
The Lawrence Tech Blue Devils representing tomorrow. It's game two right here at Lawrence Tech. It's a noon start, 76 degrees, partly cloudy. Come and check it out. They're taking on Wisconsin Lutheran. It's an NAIA versus an NCAA D3 matchup. Uh, Check out a lot of kind of local talent uh, that uh, plays for the Blue Devils. Some names you might remember. Uh, It's going to be a really fun day. We've got 4,000 seat capacity here in in the grandstands. We want you to come check out what Lawrence Tech football is doing. You know, it is a new era. They are playing games for real. They are in the Mid-States Football Conference, and it is a talented conference. Gorgeous stadium. Absolutely. So you got to come and check out some Blue Devil football. We want to see you here at Blue Devil Stadium. I personally will be doing the public address announcing tomorrow, so you'll hear a familiar voice. The dulcet tones of LP. You know. (laughs) So uh, There's Mason... There's Ken Calvert, and then yeah, there's... There you go. One, one I would plant. definitely put... If, if I'm on the Mount Rushmore already, then yeah. I feel good about that. Thank you, Scott. Yep. Uh, all right, guys. So that's our show for this evening. I know we went way over by about 15 minutes, uh, but we started late. We wanted to give you guys for hanging in there. Uh, we had a lot of content to get to. So um, Matt is on his way back. We will see him next week uh, again on the phone because he'll be coming back from St. Joseph. Uh, but we'll yep. talk about that. So, uh, Matt, thank you for calling in. No problem. All right. We'll, we'll talk to you next week. We'll talk to you next week, Scott. Thanks for, uh, for sure. making it after the basketball game you witnessed. <laughs> yeah. And, Track uh, meet slash basketball game for every, on the gridiron. For everyone. And again, we appreciate all your comments. Everybody who comments, whether it's on Facebook, on YouTube, Twitter, whatever. Uh, we thank you guys for checking out this show. We thank you for supporting high school sports. And we will see you next week.